Emotions are an important part of our relationships. When it comes to a complex emotion like anxiety, sometimes we don't know what to do with it. We don't know what to do about it. So today we're going to talk about healthy emotions. Schmelter, I'm glad that you could join me for Bridges today where we bring you hope for the journey. Today we're going to be talking about emotions and what to do with anxiety, how to engage with it, all of that stuff that can sometimes be very complex and bother us. My guest is Julie Mangus and she has worked as a licensed therapist and is working now as a life coach. So Julie, I'm so glad that you came out to be with me today. Absolutely, it's a pleasure. Now even when we just Emotions are sometimes hard, even in Christian circles, to talk about that. Yes. Because we're told to deny ourselves. Yes. And the Bible does say that, but it's not talking about denying emotions. But anxiety, um, I know that it's prevalent. Mm -hmm. Some people struggle with like what it, what it is. So let's start there. What is anxiety? Absolutely. So anxiety is really a symptom of the body telling you something is not okay. Mm -hmm. So there's something that is threatening something that is worrisome and causing you some level of threat. So your body, it's a symptom that's happening in the body. Sometimes this manifests as like um, hyperventilation mm -hmm. or sweaty palms mm -hmm. or the room starts to get black or you start talking really fast or you lose your words. It just, everybody kind of responds to it differently. <laughs> heart starts to, heart rate starts to increase. Yeah. So that's the body's way of kind of setting into a fight flight um, gear to help protect you. Mm -hmm. So, and God designed us yes. with this, this really is a gift because if there's a bear coming at you, you, right. you want to run. <laughs> yes. So you want to run fast. That's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. But what we don't want is we don't want to think that things are bears that aren't. Yes. And so that's where the anxiety can really become uh, a problem and cause a lot of physiological harm social harm and just keep us stuck. Yeah. 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 And the kind of anxiety that is over something that's not a bear. Yes. How common is that right now? Very common. So um, people are being flushed with all kinds of information from all different spaces. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of conflicting information out there. It's hard to always know it what's is. accurate. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and, and there's just a deluge. Of, of access receiving from electromagnetic waves, from our cell phones, from our computer screens. And so there's so much extra energy that causes a lot of uh, kind of friction and unsettling yes. feeling in our system. And our system, the body that God designed, wasn't technically um, uh, apt to combat the type of information overload right. that we're experiencing right now yeah. just on a daily. Right, because there's so much information. So and much. along with the information, I think, for me anyway, is so much unrealistic expectations about being able to respond to the cell phone immediately, being able to do this, that, be able to, you know, work all the time, yet have a, a centered spiritual life on, on, on Jesus and having a prayer life and Absolutely. being able to work out. Like, it really is just too much. It's too much. Yeah. And there's so much demand, I think, with a lot of social media sometimes, like, mm -hmm. oh, I should be yes. doing all the things um, that I technically can't. Right. And God, if you look in Scripture, 
Jesus took time yes. in stillness. God calls us be still and know that I am God. He restores our soul, soul by still waters. Yes. He wants and invites us to be calm and still with him. Yeah. And that's how he designed our body to help regroup and mm -hmm. reground. Yeah. So if we're not doing that, like I call it a daily self-care practice, mm -hmm. finding something, you know, obviously reading your scripture in the morning, having a walk or just sitting in enjoying mindfully your coffee mm -hmm. or your tea. Yes. Um, those types of things do not underestimate how good they are. Right. I call it sometimes just sitting in silence, like yes. nothing, nothing, no phone, no TV, yes. no computer in front of me, just nothing to give myself a chance to regroup. Yes. Because the things that aren't bears seem to loom all around us. Absolutely. And we're trying to put out like all of those fires which really can't be put out anyway. That's right. Everybody on social media seems to be on a beautiful, extravagant vacation. <laughs> yes. And they can eat all the food in the world and they don't gain any weight. It's, it's amazing. just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's remarkable. It, yeah, it's remarkable. Yeah. And it creates pressure. Mm. Yes. So what does Julie, like what do I, what does someone watching, the average person, what do we do in response to all this? Yeah. So there's, there's lots of different things we want to do, but we first want to just recognize that the system, our body, I, I refer to it the system, but it's, it's alerting us to something that isn't okay. Okay. So we want to actually go into the system. We want to kind of recognize, okay, where am I, where, what am I feeling and where? Mm -hmm. So we're pausing and we're connecting to our feeling and to our body because that's where the anxiety is mm -hmm. truly happening. Sometimes it's in our physical body. In our physical body. So sometimes people will say, oh, well, you're not really anxious. You know, it's not a big deal. <laughs> it, it, and that's invalidating. Yeah, it right? is. It is. Our feelings, yeah. you know, they're not always uh, accurate, meaning they don't always mm -hmm. apply to the situation. Right. But our body is trying to help us. Right. Our emotions don't always tell us the truth. That's right. But the fact that that's there, like sometimes even the anxiety right? It's not that it's a bear. It's that I'm trying to do something that I'm, I can't do. That's right. I can't do all the things. So if I can sit in silence and just recognize no matter what anyone expects, I really am unable to do all these things that can bring the anxiety down by recognizing what it is, not pretending that it doesn't exist. That's right. I call it the monster under the bed when we were kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we ignore the monster under the bed, it gets bigger. Yes, it does. It gets louder and scarier. So we actually want to go under the bed, go into the body. Mm -hmm. What am I feeling and where? And then why? What's be curious about it? What happened? What's going on right now? Am I really just haven't taken the time today to eat breakfast? Yeah. Uh, have I not taken the time today to spend some time with the Lord? Uh, how long has it been since I've called up a friend? Yeah. There's all kinds of reasons why the anxiety mm -hmm. is alerting us. Right. So we want to get curious about what that is about. And then we want to ask, what is true about that right now? Right? So sometimes we're really um, unsettled about something that we're thinking is more accurate like the bear than it really is. Right. So it might just be, well, I haven't I haven't seen my friend in a while, mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily that no one loves me and no one cares about me. Right. And I'm all alone. Right. So we just want to recognize, well, what's actually true? And then the fourth thing I like to invite people to do is just to do whatever you need to do in order to calm yourself down after you've kind of recognized where it is, why it's there, and what's true about the feeling. 
and recognize, do I need to maybe just excuse myself and go get some water or a cup of yes. tea? Maybe I need to go for a walk. Maybe I need to call up a friend. Yes. Maybe I need to go work out, mm -hmm. um, eat some food. It doesn't have to be rocket science. Right. Um, because the, the system really just wants our attention. God wants our attention. Mm -hmm. And then we can calm down. Yeah. Because, you know, Julie, the reason I was calling this healthy emotions today is that emotions are a gift from God. That's right. They tell us what's going on at, inside of us. It helps us connect with other people. You know, again, they don't always tell us the truth, but they are helpful in many, many ways. They help us relate to people. But if we believe that a bear is everywhere, right, then we might stop doing things. We That's might right. get stuck. Going for a job interview might just be too much and too awful because right. we've let it build up in our minds, whereas instead of taking like the four steps that you talked about today and just kind of working it through, we can understand, okay, you know, well, I, I am really anxious and maybe I've just been, I don't know, working way too hard and letting the demands of life get to me. But what I need is to sit in silence or what I need is to call my friend and just make a day to go shopping or just have some fun. And that's the answer. That's right. It doesn't have to be overly complicated. Mm -hmm. And we want to we want to just recognize the simple truth that if I am in a, always in a state of reactivity, mm -hmm as opposed to responsiveness, ah. then I'm not really able to be utilized by God because I'm constantly combating something yes. that either is or isn't there. Right. So if I can calm down and say, okay, that's what's going on. That's why it's going on. I can do my four square breath. That's another tool that's super easy. You just breathe in for four counts, hold for four, release for four, do that for four times. And it helps literally connect to the, the polyvagal nervous system, which calms your body down involuntarily. God gave us tools to help us just in yes. the way he created us. Yes. So he just wants us to connect with that so that we can be available to whatever it is God's calling us to do next. Yes. And as we look, if we look at the life of Jesus, yes. there were times people were looking for him and were like, where are you? <laughs> And he didn't seem to be like bothered by that at all. Like, That's well, right. I'm here. You know, I was up on the mountainside. He stayed in obedience to the Father. He kept himself yes. in living in peace. Yes. And I know someone's saying right now, but you know, but that was Jesus. But he was walking as a person. He That's was walking right. as a human being. And it does take faith. Yes. It really does to unplug from all of the chaos and the demands. It does. And intentional practice. Yeah. You know, just like anything that we do over and over again, we have to create a habit around taking care of ourselves. Yes. yes. And it, the, you know, like for moms of young kids and yes. busy people, they yes. might be like, well, I don't have an hour each day, but like one of the tools you talked about wouldn't take an hour, right? No. Four breaths in. Hold for four. Hold for four. Four breaths out through the mouth. Mm -hmm. So in through the nose first for four hold for four, out through the mouth for four, and you hold that for four, and you do it four times, four squared. And that physically helps our body, you're saying, to calm down. It connects to the nervous system inside us called the parasympathetic, which relaxes us involuntarily. Mm. 
So I'll never be able to say that word, but I can do the 444 thing. Yep. Like I can certainly do that. And what's nice is it doesn't cost money. No. Right? It doesn't take forever for, for no. busy moms or people, you know, no. that are traveling. This is something that we can do. We can make this habit to help us get to a place where we have healthy emotions. That's right. When we feel stressed or anxious, we know what to do to turn that around. That's right. That's right. And it's it's so much easier than we think. Yeah. But if we can just remember that feelings are important because mm -hmm. they guide unconsciously yeah. all behavior. Yeah. And we just connect the feeling that we're feeling and invite the Lord in and develop a daily habit around that mm -hmm. and we'll benefit significantly. I so appreciate you coming today. We're out of time, but thank Absolutely. you. It's been so helpful. Stay tuned. My pleasure. Monica will be right back. Join the Bridges community on Facebook. Visit Facebook and search for Bridges with Monica. We would love to connect with you. Finding hope in today's life is not always easy. Bridges with Monica Schmelter is making it simple. You can now listen to podcast episodes on popular platforms like iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Life Audio, and more by searching for Monica Schmelter to find God's hope for your journey. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today on Bridges, we are talking about emotions, and I know that for a lot of people, talking about emotions can be a challenging subject, but emotions are, they're a gift to us. God gives them as a gift to help us relate to one another, to help us be able to enjoy relationships with one another, and also to be able to work out conflict with one another. So as we talk about emotions, I, I'm going to call it healthy emotions. And when I say healthy, I'm talking about health as defined in the Bible. What's life-giving? What's helpful to help us grow closer to Christ and to those that are close to us in our lives? And so we talked a little bit in the first segment about the emotion of anxiety. And anxiety is pretty prevalent. It's nothing new. Anxiety was, is addressed in the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament. It talks about not being anxious for anything, but just the point of that word being in that verse, it tells us that anxiety or feeling anxious is a part of life in a fallen world. But what do we do about it? Do we let that anxiety just ruin and control our lives and make us be stuck, make us afraid to try new things? I don't think that that's healthy or that that's life-giving. But if we look into God's Word, He tells us what to do about these things that can seemingly plague us inside of life in a fallen world. 
I'm gonna go in just a moment to 1 Peter 5, 7 and read that scripture. And one of the first things that the Bible tells us to do is to give our concerns to God. So just the fact that we have concerns, it might be attached to an emotion about fear over a child, fear over moving, fear over losing your job, all kinds of anxiety about all kinds of things. And what does 1 Peter 5, 7 say? Give all your worries and, can, and cares to God, for He cares about you. So just the fact that worries and concerns are noted in the scripture means that we have these things. We have worries, we have concerns, we have anxieties. We all face a lot of situations in our life in which we have no control or little control. And those things, the things that we can't control, the things that we don't have the final say in, those are the things that many times can pop up to worry us. They pop up and makes, make us anxious, like what's gonna happen if I move uh, and I quit this job and take this one? So we have all of those thoughts, those feelings, those emotions, and the unhealthy way to handle them is just to pretend like they don't exist and to just say, well, everything's fine, I'm just grateful. And it is wonderful to be grateful and to be thankful. The Bible says, tells us in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God concerning us. So thankfulness is definitely a right or a righteous perspective. But at the end of the day, even with being thankful, we all have concerns. We all have needs. We all have a certain level of anxiety about things that are out there that we don't have enough information about or things that have gone wrong in the past. And we that anxious feeling comes up that, gosh, we might face this in the future. And what the scripture in 1 Peter 5 and 7 says is to give those concerns, those cares, give them to God. In other words, your shoulders and my shoulders are not made strong enough to hold all of the stuff on fallen planet Earth. In those things in which we don't have control or we have very little control, and we might have an emotion of fear or anxiety attached to that event, to that situation, to a relationship with a person, God says to us, I care for you. Come to me openly and honestly and give me those worries and those cares. And I've heard it said, and I've said it too, sometimes we we give them those cares, we give them those concerns only to pick them back up, right? And just sometimes the same day, sometimes the next day. But that's why it's called a relationship. Giving our worries and giving our cares to God, it's not just a one-time event. It's not like you just say, okay, God, here all of it is, you just take it and I'm good. I mean, if that happens, that's miraculous, that's awesome. But for most of us, it's a process. It's a cultivating a relationship with the Lord of saying, God, I really am totally and utterly dependent upon you. I'm anxious about this move or I'm concerned about this relationship or whatever the thing is. And I wanna give you all of my concern and all of my worry and trust that just like Romans 8:28 says that you're gonna work everything out for my good because I love you, 
and because I'm called according to your purpose. So you all, these are all things that we grow in. This is faith that is being developed. It is faith that is being stretched. It is looking at all of the things in life and thinking about, okay, all of these things could go wrong, but what do I do about that? I trust an infinite God. I trust a God who says that he cares for me, a God who invites me into relationship with him to help me maintain a healthy emotional life right in the middle of fallen planet Earth. So the point is not to deny the emotions that you have. I mean, we don't park there and just live in anxiety, hopefully either, but acknowledging them, acknowledging them before God and asking him and inviting him to carry the loads, to carry the burdens that we are not able to do anything about. Some people will use the phrase, well, it's in God's hands, it's all God. Here's the thing. We are responsible as people to do our part, what we can. The rest of it, we trust God with. Well, what do you mean when you say that? Okay, so if you wanna buy a house, right? The responsible thing to do is to make sure that you have income, that you're setting aside money to purchase the house. That's our part. God's part is to help all of that come together. Cause I've heard people say, well, I'm just gonna wait for God to bring me that house. I'm just gonna wait for God to do this. He responds to our faith. We do our part. Cause the Bible also says, you know, that if you don't work, you shouldn't eat. So work is a good idea. So our part is to work hard, to set aside money, and then to trust God to bring all of those things together. We don't have to worry about where we live and what we're gonna do, we do our part and we trust God with the rest. Now, the next thing that I wanna talk about is uh, let go of OPO. That stands for other people's opinions. And this is one I have just really struggled with my entire life, being concerned, overly concerned about what other people think and if they approve or whatever all of that is. And the Bible addresses this too. And there is a lot of anxiety in any of our lives when we're worried or overly concerned about what other people think. Because again, that's completely outside of our control, what other people think. Proverbs 29 verse 25 says it like this. Fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. So if we're honest, how many of us have fallen into that dangerous trap of needing a person's approval or needing a group of uh, people, their, their ideas about what we should do, about who we are, that's a dangerous trap. And how many of us get paralyzed by anxiety because we are trying to control or manipulate, or at least try to persuade other people, well, here's what you need to think about me. I need your approval before I take the next step. And what God says about those kinds of anxieties and concerns is to have us go to the scripture to understand that a fear of people, some translations might call it fear of man, it's a dangerous trap. We will all be stuck today, tomorrow, and forever 
if we want other people's approval. We all know people change their opinions every single day. One moment people, this group is behind this person, another moment they're not. So if we're living a life like that, it's probably pretty fair to say that they're gonna be riddled with some level of anxiety. But the rest of the verse says, but trusting the Lord means safety. He alone will protect us. He will keep us safe, whether other people like it or they don't. God wants us to live safe and secure lives in Him. He wants us to be in touch with our emotions. He wants us to be able to relate to people in safe, in trustworthy, in healthy ways. So denying emotions uh, never got anybody anywhere except riddled with more baggage and not being able to get along with people and having anxiety about what people think, about what they do. And God's word to his children is that we are to be free. We're free to be servants of the Lord. We are not in bondage to what other people think. We're not in bondage. We're under no obligation uh, to obey the sinful cravings of our flesh. And wanting approval from other people, we don't, might not look at it as a sinful craving of the flesh, but it is. It's wanting that those accolades. It's wanting that affirmation. And what God is saying is for us to live by faith, for us to honor Him by trusting Him, by acknowledging that there are things that might make us fearful, that might make us feel anxious, but to understand that trusting Him is a place of safety. Trusting Him is living a hope-filled life. Trusting Him in the middle of a dark circumstance, in the middle of something that's unknown, that we are not able to manipulate and we're not able to control. Trusting Him is a way of glorifying God. People will say, well, I just, I don't know what to do. I just wanna do God's will. Well, God's will is that we trust Him in those hard places. I think about that scripture where it says that Abraham believed God. Like there were all of these things we know caused Abraham some anxiety and sometimes he didn't always do well with that. But that being said, he was credited with righteousness because he believed God. And you and I, in order to have healthy emotions, in order to be able to glorify God, we believe him even in those really hard situations. I'll be back in just a moment. Don't miss another episode of Bridges. Subscribe to our YouTube channel today and find all of Monica's latest teachings. Just visit youtube.com, search Monica Schmelter, and click subscribe. Once subscribed, click the bell icon to get notified when a new episode is available. Thanks for watching Bridges. Life can be hard and days can be long. So if you're looking for hope for the journey, monicashmelter.com is a great place to get started. On monicashmelter.com, you'll find Monica's teachings on demand. And if you're looking to really grow your faith, you'll find online extras are available with every teaching. So don't wait another day. Get started now at monicashmelter.com and you will find hope for the journey. Join the Bridges community on Facebook. Visit Facebook and search for Bridges with Monica. We would love to connect with you. 
temptation comes, you want to make sure that you are dressed for battle. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. It takes training. It takes discipline. And so when you're fighting that good fight of the faith, you take your story, whatever it is, and you saturate it in faith and you fight for it. Visit monicaschmelter.com to schedule Monica to speak at your next event. Having a healthy emotional life is God's plan for all of his children. Does that mean that we never have anxiety or that we're never afraid or, you know, all of those kinds of things? Of course not. What God does in his word is he reveals his plan to his children, to his followers on what we're to do. Practical things like giving our cares, giving our concerns over to God, recognizing that needing people's approval endlessly really is a dangerous trap. We've talked a lot today about a healthy emotional life on bridges and all of the scriptures that I talked about as well as information about today's guest, I will have up on the website. I will have them in online resources so that you can study this out more fully. But I encourage you that a healthy emotional life is what God wants for all of us. I will see you again next time right here on Bridges. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for working everything out for my good. Help me trust in your perfect plan. Amen. Father, thank you for loving and caring for me. With Christian prayer meditation, you can pray along to prayers based on specific topics. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Christian prayer meditation. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com.